Welcome to the Tape Cassettes Podcast. I am Jacqueline here talking to you today about different types of tapes and what they are, what the differences are. This is going to be a very brief explanation of these. Once again, if you want a really in-depth view of them, I would definitely recommend diving deeper onto the interwebs, seeing what other people who are more audiophile-centric have to say. I'm going to be telling it to you from a do-it-yourself musician to someone who is more frugal with their spending. So with that being said, there are four types of tape. The first tapes are going to be called ferro, so type 1, the ferro tapes. Type 2 are chrome tapes. Type 3 are a combination of 1 and 2, which was for a very limited short period of time in the 70s, and it's called ferrochrome, or ferrochrome for short. And then type 4 is metal. So I would say they're probably in order, like not including type 3, if you go from order of least best audiophile-wise to best, and this is all subjective, as with anything, most people would say that type 1 are going to be like the worst type of tape, and then type 4 is going to be the best. So type 1 is basically the... Um, well, I guess to start with, a tape cassette is going to be a plastic film with magnetic coating on it, and when they talk about ferrochrome metal, that's the magnetic coating, from what I understand, on the actual tape. Um, I am more into making tapes than collecting them. I'm more of a curator, so as far as the audiophile stuff, it's not really um, my forte, but, I, but what I'm going to be explaining in this is kind of when to use certain types of tapes and um, how to determine what you should be using for them. And this is really, with anything, I can give you three things to look for when you're trying to figure out which type of tape you're looking for to use. Um, and this is like if you were looking for a blank tape. So three things I would ask myself that, or you know, ask for you to ask for yourself is what is your goal that you're trying to do with your recording? So that would be number one. What is it that you're trying to do with your blank tapes? Number two would be what type of player do you have? Um, this could be your Walkman, your tape deck, because if you have a very um, elementary style deck and you're trying to play metal tapes, you're not really going to be getting the full, you know, like uh, you're not going to get the full emphasis of the quality if your deck isn't the same quality of what is able to play on your tape. And then the third thing I'd ask would be what type of tape do you have available and what can you get a hold of that's in your budget. So those are the top three things that I recommend looking into with which type of tape to use. So type ones tend to be a little bit less expensive. They're also readily available so you can find them very easily. And type 1s are great for uh, speaking tapes, so if you have a lot of talking on your tapes or like lo-fi music does well on type 1s. Um, on type 1s, they're more known for like their bass response, so um, with any type of like music or on the dynamic range, you have the bass and the treble. Um, so the, each tape kind of has its own you know, forte for that, and type 1s are a little bit better with bass. Um, type 2 are chrome, so this has a little bit higher quality magnetic coating on it, and the treble range for the dynamic range is going to sound better on the chrome tapes. 
Um, they're a little bit easier to find than, say, metal tapes, because me metal tapes are the fourth category, and those are very expensive, usually. The um, third one, which is the ferrochrome, ferrochrome is going to be, it's very limited time frame that they're available. It was kind of like, what happens if we take type 1 and type 2 and kind of made them into a child, and the ferrochrome was the child, and it kind of was like not really that popular so people I would probably say if you're looking at ferrochrome just go for ferro or chrome ferrochrome is kind of like sounds good it's a better range for dynamic range but it's kind of like you could just get a ferro or a chrome for cheaper than the ferrochrome usually and then type 4 is metal metal is going to last a heck of a lot longer than the other two tapes it's also going to have a lot less hiss to it so it's going to be more of a clean crisp sound this is definitely what the audio files would want to record on and you kind of like have to think about what your audience is going to be for your tape i mean if you're probably if you're doing something that's like lo-fi and you did it all on your laptop which there's nothing wrong with that i've done stuff like that um, putting it on a type one would kind of give it more of this like organicness to something that's digital so you might actually like that it has more hiss than, say, a Type 4 metal, because it's like the music was made digitally and putting it on the tape is giving it more of a natural, not even sure if that's the right word for it, but it gives it more of like an organic feel to it, whereas like on a metal tape, you are looking for the most crisp version of a sound, so you'd want it to have less hiss. And when the tapes were originally, like, when they originally came out, they were really heavily competing with records, vinyl records, to try and make them sound to the same quality or similar. And I think the metal tapes get there. Um, it's all subjective. Like, anything I say is going to be depending on what your opinion on it is. Like, I love, fer I love the Pharaohs. I love the Type 1s. I use them all the time. They're really inexpensive. They're great for mixtapes. But I've also used crim tapes before, and I have not yet to have found metal tapes in the wild, so they're just not ones that I use. Um, so, it, you know, you got to figure out, it's the you do you, what works out best for you with your tape life, that's what you'd go for. Now, if you are looking at the Type 1 Pharaohs, I recently went on YouTube to watch more videos on the different types of tapes before I did this podcast, and a lot of... There's this one channel, I forgot the name of it, but the person sells blank cassette tapes and a lot of them are sealed. So like that's their whole business is reselling blank cassette tapes that are sealed. And he did a review of different types of blank tapes. And he's even saying like, you know, type ones kind of get this bad reputation, but they're not that bad. And it depends on what one you get. If you get like a really dinky type one, it's going to sound bad, but a lot of people like the TDKs, they like the Sonys, so you got to check out what is going to work for your budget and what you're going to like sound-wise. So, um, on another one of my cassette forms, somebody had posted what to look for when you're buying tapes. So this doesn't necessarily have to do with the concept of what type of tapes there are. And again, if you want to learn more on the types of tape, definitely recommend reading up on it or just watching YouTube videos on it. They'll go super in-depth with it. This is kind of a like very baseline introduction to it. 
But if you're new to buying tapes, there's three things you want to ask yourself when you're buying a tape. The first one is when you open the cassette shell and you pull out the tape, you should look in the center of the tape and see if there's a sponge or felt. I call it a sponge, but it's like a little felt piece that is right in the center where it it, it helps it actually play. And if the cassette sponge isn't there, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should throw it out or just like not buy it because you can replace that sponge. And then another thing you want to check is how does the tape look in the cassette? Like, is it flat and looks like it would play right or is it all wrinkled up? That's going to make a difference on your, your player as well. Um, you could kind of see if it's like loose, you know, um, if you ever had to wind up one of your tapes with the pencil or however you did it, um, you'll notice that like it could be a little bit loose. So you want to check to see that before you buy it. Another thing you want to check, um, this is number three, is you want to check if there's any signs of mold or dirt in the actual tape. Because if you have like a moldy tape, then it's probably going to make it difficult to play that. So that was uh, the brief little intro to types of tapes. Um, I have a lot of experience with buying type ones and I order them in bulk and sometimes I'll buy like random colors at the same time. Um, the place that I order it from has like a surprise 10 pack of 30 minute tapes which are perfect for me because I can just do quick little mixtapes. And I ended up buying recently a massive box of they consider them art tapes, but to me it was like these tapes weren't working in the sense that you could record something on them, but I like the fact that there was a ton of different parts of it that I could use for other things. So like I mentioned with the sponge thing, with the felt, if the, the sponge and felt aren't there and you have like a bunch of tapes that are were in good condition other than the tape ripping itself or whatever, it like this little art art tapes that I got, I was able to use those parts for other tapes that I have. So like the felt part, I can swap it out and it's kind of like Frankenstein, like, okay, I'll take parts of this and mix it with other parts. And then like some of the shells I preferred on the art tapes. So I swapped them with my other tapes and yeah, it was a, a good thing to get because I didn't think about the fact that sometimes you need to repair your tapes. So if you ever, um, I don't know where you're located, but if you're in the United States, they do have these um, stores where everything is a dollar. Well, sometimes you might get lucky and find a little screwdriver kit, and I found one for a dollar, so I keep that with, like, I have a, a one specifically for my tapes, and I keep that there in case I need to do any quick repairs. It's right there and readily available. And it's actually nice because you can just like open up your tape, um, do it carefully, and I'd recommend having a little place for your screws so you don't lose any screws. Um, but it's nice to be able to fix something. Um, I think that's one of the things that's so great about tapes is that they last for so long. I know like if you're put like your record, if it gets warped, you're kind of SOL on it. You can't really fix it. But a tape, if you get unraveled, you can sometimes fix it. Um, you know, if, if the felt comes out, you can replace it. It's a lot of uh, being able to kind of use your resources and fix them. So I do like that that's available. And 
I would recommend if uh, you plan on doing any mixtapes to see what, like, before you send, this is just a side note, if you're doing any mixtape exchanges, I would definitely recommend asking, like, either if you're doing type 1, it's like okay to just do a type 1, but if you're going to be using chrome or metal, you definitely want to ask the person that's receiving it if they are actually able to play it. Um, you want to make sure that they're able to use it because if you're, you know, you don't want to waste like a metal tape on somebody who can't even play it on something that's going to be able to get the full quality of the metal. And then another thing that you'd probably have to see in a video to kind of see what I'm talking about, but if you flip the cassette so that it's the felt part is facing you, so the little holes at top, um, or actually on the other side, well anyway, on the cassette itself there are different little pivots that, like little holes, that if you have a tape cassette deck that is able to automatically select, like if you're on a Chrome or a Faro, um, the cassettes themselves will sometimes tell you what type of tape it is. Um, so that's cool if you have one of those that automatically change it as opposed to you changing it personally. Um, again, I'd recommend looking at that one in a video because it's kind of hard to show you. Well, I'm only talking, so I can't really show you what I'm talking about, um, but it's on the actual tapes themselves. So that is it for this podcast. Uh, I did actually make a schedule of the next two podcasts that are coming up. And um, the next one is scheduled to be about Grateful Dead tapes. So um, that was another requested topic, which I'll have to be learning some more about it. I, I vaguely know about um, that subculture, so with it, subculture within the cassette culture. So I'm looking forward to talking about that next week. And for now, this will be on every Sunday that. I'm able to post these and of course um, once I go over some of the general topics I'll be going more into cassette reviews and kind of giving you just different um, day-to-day stuff with cassettes. I don't know if day-to-day is right but I'll do some reviews let you all know about new tapes that are out. Um, There's been a lot of really awesome there's like so many topics that I can talk about with this stuff that I'm like really excited that So many people are into it, and right now on my little app, it's telling me that a lot of people are listening, so I think that's really awesome, and um, if you want to catch tape cassettes on Instagram, it's just tape.cassettes, and then uh, my personal account, which is a little mixture of tape and other stuff, is uh, I am Jacqueline. And of course, if you have any requests for a topic or anything, please feel free to email us at hi at tapecassettes.com and I hope you have an awesome day or night whatever time of day or whatever it is that you're doing right now while you listen to this thanks for tuning in have an awesome time